Blog Talk Radio. Like we live in 2020, 
and we very seldom hear about prayer, uh, shut-ins for prayer. I mean, real serious. Get down, let's talk to God. And I'm not talking about no Mickey Mouse prayer, and it's not so much of a prayer of God, I want you to give me this, I want you to give me that. But most importantly, the prayer is for us to give to God, to just thank him and praise him for who he is. You know, regardless if, if he does nothing else, he does enough. Just him being who he is is enough for us to praise and worship him. And so, you know, I, I love prayer. I love, love prayer. I love to hear people pray. You know, uh, but also I'll share this with you. You know, just growing up, I realized God does not want us to mimic or be like somebody else. He made us unique. Each and every one of us have our own identity, regardless if it's through the fingerprints or even from the eyebrows up. Everybody looks different, I say from the eyes up. Everyone has their own identity. Some people may look similar, even identical twins. They have different features that the others don't have. So God has made us unique and beautiful. So I thank God for the prayer. Thank God for Evangelist Robinson. Thank you. This experience happened actually today, and it coincides. I didn't know that. This one happened, but God knew. I'm going to share this with you. You know, told I need to get another, I need to get another battery. The battery was dead. A car battery. And so I was like, oh, my goodness. So I'm pricing the different car batteries. And the specific one that was in my car, they don't make it anymore. So I'm like, oh, boy. So I'm looking at the different pricing, and I'm saying, oh, my gosh. So do I save up and get what I really, really, really want? Or do I go ahead and just get this one? This one will work, but I really want to get that one over there. And so instead of going and purchasing the car, excuse me, the car battery right now, What I decided to do was go ahead and get the battery checked one more time. This time I went to O'Reilly's. I went to O'Reilly's and I told them, well, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and, you know, check it out. Long story short, I was already anticipating on which battery I was going to get. So after a few minutes, I was told, well, your battery is good. <laughs> Your battery is good. I was like, what? Lord, thank you. Come to find out, my battery was good, but the detector of the original person that checked it was bad. The detector was bad. So I went to someone else and they verified it and come to find out my battery was good. Well, that showed me something. A lot of time, we as the battery, a lot of time we go by the first opinion of somebody. And sometimes that opinion, it may be a credible person to us. It may be someone near and dear to us. 
and we take what that person says as gospel, but we don't get a second opinion, and the second opinion is God. And we find out that a lot of times the person that told us that we were no good, the person that told us, well, you know, you'll never be nothing, that person, look, that person connection was bad. So why are we going to listen to someone that has a bad connector? Their connection is not connected to the fathers. So we'll listen to their opinion instead we listen to God's facts. So I'm so glad I was able to get the second opinion by someone that was credible. Excuse me, someone that was credible and someone who had more tools, more assets to know if the battery worked or not. So if we look at ourselves and stop listening to the opinion of others, don't you know we will be so much better with our thinking, with our identity of who we are, with our self-esteem. So I just wanted to share that with you all because that really, really blessed my soul, and especially even with the revelation that God was giving me about that. But before we before we get ready to pray, there's something else I wanted to share with you. What was on my heart last night after I got off the air, I was thinking, do we as believers, do we possess an anointing oil? Every believer should have an anointing oil. It could be in a car, at home, in your purse, or in your bag, men, your bag, whatever. But we need that. The reason why I brought that up is because what God was showing me, normally whenever I get out the shower, I always anoint myself. I always anoint myself, first of all, anoint my head, anoint my body, and then also anoint my hands. And what it showed me was a lot of times these type of people really need prayer and really need the shackles broken off of them. And these are the people who have a hard time forgiving themselves. Now, we've done some things in the past, you know, some of us, especially those that are, you know, my age, it could be any age, we all have had some Something that we may have regretted, something we've done that we might have wished that we never done. But there are some that has the issue with forgiving themselves pertaining to giving their bodies to someone that they regret. In other words, having sex before marriage, fornication, or even adultery. You know, we have to forgive ourselves, and a lot of times we tell people, well, just let it go, but we never tell them or teach them how to let it go. And so I want to tell you, when it comes down to fornication, the main thing you have to do is be aware that that's something that does not please God. But also that's something that does not really please you. Because whenever we do something that's outside of God's will, the devil going to always try to make it feel and sound appealing 
make it sound so, oh, yeah, this is something, it's like a drug, like a fix. You got to have it. And especially, get this, especially someone that God did not send, especially someone that we really don't need to be with. What happens? A lot of times we feel the urge to have sex with them and that, that physical sex will compensate for the emotional love that we're lacking from them. In other words, oftentimes we'll try to have emotional love by having physical love. But you can't substitute that. I don't care how long or how much he sex you down or she sex you down. When you get done, they're going to feel that void, that emptiness. That's, that's something that it will not permanently put, put that, that, that gap that you may have in your heart. It will not feel that. It will not quench your emotional or even spiritual thirst. Only God can do that. But also knowing who God is and also knowing who you are. But we've had some things in the past that we've read, and you know what? God can heal you. God can forgive you. But the key thing in relation to the anointing oil, one of the things that you need to do is rededicate your body back to God. Also, get this, rededicate your body back to God, but also rededicate your body back to you. Anytime we have a sexual encounter with someone, excuse me, anytime we have an emotional encounter with someone, we give a part of ourselves to them. Now, that emotion will include physical, but a lot of times it's not just the physical aspect. Ultimately, physicality is involved. But you can be emotionally attached to someone and lead to physical, a physical act of sex. But God want to catch you before it get too far. And I'm going to tell you, you can be emotionally attached to someone and you may not have had sex with them, but there's still a soul tie. And a lot of times when we become aware of that, even though it may not work out, you, you feel a a terror. When you love someone, and get this, you can love someone without having sex with them. But because of the hopes, the dreams, the desires that you've had, and it's a big letdown when it doesn't work out. It hurts. It hurts. Hey, I'm not too I'm not too proud to say, hey, sometimes when it comes down to matters of the heart, it will make you shed a tear. Yes, and a grown man that's saved and loves the Lord and filled with the Holy Ghost and that will fire all that stuff, but guess what? Hurt hurts. When it comes down to a broken heart, I'm gonna tell you, especially especially when you have put your heart into something or your heart into the relationship or giving your heart to someone and it's over with it seemed like you could be in a car or you could be at home you have the radio on and it seemed like the DJ knows what music to play to break you down I remember one time 
let's be real. I remember one time this young lady broke up with me. It was April Fool's Day. Matter of fact, I forgot. Yesterday was April Fool's Day. April the 1st, 1996, on a Monday morning at 11.02 on the PM, on, excuse me, on the AM side, she broke up with me, and I was like, oh, man, you know. So I spoke to my best friend at the time and, you know, had the night to myself, went home, just went to bed. And in the middle of the night, I would normally play some CDs. But this particular time, I didn't feel like looking for any CDs to play. I decided to go ahead and go to bed with the radio on. And my, 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 why did I do that? I'm up here asleep, and in the middle of the night, I heard the music playing on the radio. That music was playing, the closer I get to you. And that made me get out the bed. I'm like, oh, my God. And then the next song, I'm not going to sing it, but Inseparable, Natalie Cole. And I ain't going to lie to you, it felt like somebody just punched me in the gut. I'm like, <coughs> oh my goodness. It, it was like the DJ was looking in my window and said, no, 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 don't, don't play that. Play this. This will break him down. I'm like, oh my gosh. So uh, even though might have been comical, but at the time, I ain't gonna lie, I was hurt. And so I tell people, look here, it doesn't matter how long you're with somebody. It doesn't matter if you had sex with them or not. When you emotionally attached to someone, it's real. And even if you're a young person, a younger person, and some people say, oh, you know, you you a kid, that was just puppy love. Or, well, you know, you didn't know that person long enough. You know, you know what, y'all dated three or four weeks? Uh, they were just puppy love. Look here. Puppy love and adult love, it has the same bite. That puppy, that small puppy and that adult puppy, that adult dog, it got the same bite. They both got teeth and it hurts. So don't let anybody... Don't let anybody, you know, make you feel like, well, you know, minimize. Listen, minimize your hurt. Yeah, I've always, I've always memorized dates and sometimes time. And matter of fact, uh, speaking of April, today I met a young lady. For those that have been on my podcast or listened to my podcast uh, some time ago, um, I mentioned about a young lady that uh, my first girlfriend. I met her actually today is the anniversary. I met her April the second, uh, nineteen eighty four, the day after Marvin Gaye passed away. I met her in nineteen eighty four. I met her at Green's Washington yeah, Green's Washington off of Camp Wilson, excuse me, off of Bonneview in Overton Road. I met her that was on a on a Monday. It seemed like something always happened on on a Monday in April, <laughs> but that, look, I'm just kidding. There's no, you know, some people into um, uh, what's called it, um, superstition, all this. No, no, that, that's demonic. But I'll say that as far as um, April the 2nd, I met her. Her name was Janice Davis. And at the time, I'll say it. And at the time, she stayed on 3422 Parish Street. 
Dallas, Texas, 75216. Yeah, I just remember that. Um, so, yeah, I, I was crazy about her, and I wrote her a poem on the second day that I met her. I gave it to her, and while she gave me a kiss on the cheek, and I did not eat for the rest of the night. I didn't eat, and I was I was like, wow. You know, I was, I might have been 11. I was 11 at the time. So uh, even though I was a young kid, didn't think about sex, thought about love. And there are some people that are innocent, even adults. When you love someone, you're not thinking about sex. You think about love. You think about, you know, what can you do to make that person uh, you know, feel special. Know that they're special. Acknowledge them. So I said all that to let you know that a lot of times these things are just, uh, when it comes down to matters of the heart, these are real. These are real feelings and real emotions. And sometimes when we have given ourselves, when we have given ourselves and sometimes we like Oh, my gosh, you know, God, what can I do to rebuild myself? You know, after the relationship ends, what can I do to become whole? And what God wants you to do is to know him, but also allow him to show you who you are. And to have that peace of knowing God, in spite of everything that had went on, you still love me enough to still build me up. No relationship, no relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. It may hurt. It may hurt, but guess what? It will not destroy who you are. If somebody leave you, hey, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know why? Because God is showing you that if that person don't have that stand power, then it's good for, for them to leave before God bless you, before God reveal your purpose or you get to your purpose. It's always good because you don't want anybody that's going to be slacking. You don't want any dead weight to where God's trying to take you. So with all that being said, forgive yourself when it comes down to mistakes that you have made, especially pertaining to sex. So that's why I say about getting some anointing all, you know, pray over yourself. It's so important for you to be able to pray over yourself. You know, it's good for people to pray for you, but also, most importantly, specific people. Don't let just anybody pray for you because some people, they may be praying upon you, but it's not P-R-A-Y. It's P-R-E-Y. Some people, they may be after the anointing that God has blessed and placed in your life. So you never know. You have to be very careful just to allow people just lay hands. No, look here. I know some people mean well, whatever, but no, none of you are going to be laying hands. No. So God wants you to be able to be aware of who you are, but also be able to rededicate yourself, rededicate your body, asking God to restore your mind, asking God to break those soul ties that you may be having in your heart. And understand, forgive yourself of the mistakes of the past. The devil going to always try to make it, you know, linger it over in front of you, but forgive yourself. Because if you can easily forgive other people, 
even over the people that have messed over you, done you wrong. I know a lot of, don't get me wrong, it may hurt, but there's somebody that's out there that is so easy to forgive somebody else. Somebody out there that so easily look at the look at the best in other people, but they look at the worst in themselves. They think so low of themselves, but think so highly of other people. They think, well, you know, God bless them because you know, of this because that. I'll never get the blessing that God has for me. I'll never get this. They say and talk so negative about themselves. I want you to examine the verbiage that you talk about that person is in your mirror, you. Think about it. Uh-uh. There's life and death that come out of what? The tongue. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. We always say the the deadliest weapon that a person possesses is two inches below their nose, their mouth. What are you saying about yourself? Regardless of what other people have done, okay, yeah, people have done, people have said that, you know, you'll never be anything, you know, um, you know you, you're terrible and you're unfit. All They, they say they, these things. They may have treated you badly. Okay, they've done that. But what are you going to do about it? They may have assassinated your character, but are you going to bury you? Why? Okay, true enough. You listen. You heard people talk about you. It's time to do something about it. Not allowing anybody to define who you are. Circumstances definitely does not define who you are. But in spite of, in spite of everything that has transpired, we still a child of God. This morning, uh, actually, a few minutes ago, before I got on the air, you know, it made me think. It's bad when people talk about you. It's bad when people mistreat you. But it made me really think, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, they lied on him. They talked about him. But get this. They talked about him. But in spite of them talking about him, lying on him, did that define who he was? No. Did that define who he is? No. It didn't define it. It refined him. See, in spite of those things, you know what? They talked about him. But you know what? It's a good thing. See, Jesus Christ is not only our role model, but he's our goal model. Jesus Christ gave the example of how we handle when people talk about us. The main thing, just make sure it ain't true. Every accusation that they threw upon Jesus, but they found no fault. But what we have to do in the midst of people lying and throwing our names under the mud, we need to make sure that it ain't true. But also, we don't need to respond to foolishness. The people that's talking about you, you know what? When people talk about you and something they may have revealed pertaining to your past, hey, that was hey, that was your past, but that ain't your present, and it show ain't your future. So I'm going to stop right there, but as we get ready to end our night, we're going to think about just how good God is. God loves us in spite of our foolishness, in spite of our 
wrong decisions that we have made, he still gave us another chance. His grace and his mercy endures forever. In spite of the people that have abandoned you, even the things that you desire, even like the things that you just have in your heart that you just want, and all of a sudden, God just bless you with it. God, God is so good, but he's more than good. There's, a, there's no words that we can actually say that would define who he is and, and his identity. But to the best of our ability, we can give him some praise. We can give him some worship. We can give him obedience. We can give him our life. And so for those who may be watching who are tired and sick and tired of filling the void in their life, I would invite you, I would invite you into the family. I would tell you about a man who loves you, who loved you before you loved yourself, who loved you in spite of you treating yourself. He still saw you and he, listen, he still saw the best in you. He still saw the potentials that you had. And don't you know the same, I always say this, this is my motto, the same God that did it for me, he can do it for you. Look, ain't nobody, ain't nobody different than you. As far as having a past, as far as having regrets, so what? You got some? Oh, okay. Well, guess what? I got some too. You know what? The person, the other people that's watching, they got some. So, so what? So what? But in spite of, God still loves you. God still, still sees you. He wants to have that communication with you. He wants to have that relationship with you. So with that being said, we want to cast all of our cares upon him because he cares for us. He loves us. And the beautiful, the beautiful thing about it, you know, it makes me smile because at one point in my life, I didn't know how to smile. I lost my smile. But now, not only am I able to smile, but I can look in the mirror and smile at the person that's in the mirror. I know how it feels to hate looking in the person, looking at the person that's in the mirror. I know how it feels to hate, you know, hearing positive words from people. And you saying negative words to yourself. I know how that feels. I I would welcome when people talk about me. I would welcome that. But I would shun when people want to, you know, give me an acknowledgement or an appreciation. And you know what? Even when a person wants to give me a compliment, I would say something that would give them the excuse why they shouldn't give me a compliment. I've done that. You know, so... I know how that feels. So I'm not telling you anything, you know, just to be saying something to make you feel good. No, I know how it feels. But you know what? The same God that delivered me from that mess, he want to deliver you from that. So I encourage you, just in case it's you that's feeling like that, I want to tell you, when you get off the air, when I get off the air, when you get done watching, I want you to go into the mirror, and I want you to say those things that you want other people to say to you secretly. I want you to say that to yourself. The things, the encouraging words, the motivational words, but most importantly, the godly words, God's word. I encourage you to speak God's word over your life and in your life 
into your spirit. Speak God's word. Find, if you want to, you can start with Psalms. You start with Psalms, and every time you read, vow, even if you, depending upon what type of translation that you have, if you hear or if you see the word, you you put your name in it. Thou shall be blessed. You can, If it says you shall be blessed or thou shall be blessed, you say June shall be blessed. You say your name and say it out loud and look in the mirror when you're saying it. Speak life to yourself. No longer death. No longer condemnation. No longer depression. Right now, we're going to be praying, especially for those who may be depressed during this hour. This is a time that it's, it's a uncomfortable time. It may be a worrisome time for many people because we've never faced anything like this in this lifetime. So you're dealing with insecurity and you're dealing with the coronavirus. That's enough right there. And then there are some people who are not working right now. True enough, the first responders, they're out there. They're working. They're risking their life and their family's life. Then there are others that are out there they're not working. They don't know what they're going to do. I'm praying not only that God is a need supplier, but God will send somebody to give you the supplies that you need. So whatever that may be on your mind, whatever you may be worried about, we're going to give it to God. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on tonight. We're coming to you right now, God. First of all, God, to forgive us, God. If there's anything that's in us that's unlike you, God, forgive us and cleanse us, God, and make us whole. And, God, we thank you for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness. God, we ask you, Lord, right now, God, there are those that are right now that that have so much regret, God, of the things that they have done in the past, God. God, we speaking God, that you help them, God, to forgive themselves, God. God, we speaking God, that you help them, God, to release, God, the anger, the hurt, even the self-infliction that they have done upon themselves, regardless if it's physically, mentally, emotional, or even financially right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking right now, God, there are those, God, uh, having regrets of the things that they have done in the past, God. Help them, God, to throw it in the sea of forgiveness right now, God. And God, even helping them to learn from that choice, God. Even helping them to learn it and get it as a teachable moment, God. And God, we're speaking, God, for those who may be right now, God, that are in need, God. Supply every need, God. And God, we're even speaking right now, God. We don't know how you're going to do it, but we trust that you're going to do it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're even speaking right now, God, even with this coronavirus, God. We're speaking, God, that you bring healing upon the land right now. God, we're speaking, God, that you expose the call and bring in the cure right now in the name of Jesus. Bring healing to the land right now, God. God, if there's anything that's causing this, God, to linger, God, we speaking, God, that you move it out the way, God. If it's us, if it's man that's been involved in it, God, God, regardless, if it's something that we need to repent for, if it's something that man have made for some reason, we speak, God, that you forgive us, God. Forgive us, God. If there's anything we said or done a thousand felt, God, any involvement that we have done, God, we speak, God, that you forgive us, God. Cleanse us, God, and make us whole right now, God. In the name of Jesus, 
We speaking for those who may be in the hospital room, God. Touch and heal their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus, clear their lungs right now, God. In the name of Jesus, every built up mucus right now, even it's in the lungs, in the like in the bronchial tubes right now, God. We speaking, God, that you clear it up right now, God. Any abnormal swelling right now, swelling of the bronchial tubes right now, God. We speaking, God, that you bring down the swelling right now, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, for those who may be having a fever right now, God, those who may be contagious, God, those who may need to be quarantined, or those who may be in quarantine right now, God. We're speaking, God, that you bring healing and wholeness to their body right now. We're holding up each and every patient right now, God. We're speaking, God, that you bring healing, God, to their mind, to their heart, God, to their bones, God, to their lungs right now, God. God, we're speaking, God. Every aspect of their body bring healing and wholeness right now in the name of Jesus and set about everything you stand for. Take your hands off of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. Loosen the grip on the bronchial tools right now in the name of Jesus. God, we speak, God, that you bring, breathe, God, help them to breathe, God, clearing the air passage right now, God, clearing the airway right now, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, there's someone that's like they're already a worrier, but even in the current conditions, God, they have overwhelmed themselves with worrying, with anxieties right now. God, we speak, God, that you calm them right now, God, that you help them, that you minister to them right now, God, and send to them around people that's not going to flare it up, that's going to speak your word, speak your truths right now. In the name of Jesus. God, we speaking right now, God, those who may be worried about those who may be incarcerated, God, give them comfort right now, God. We hold up even those who may be incarcerated right now, God. God, we speaking of the hedge of protection around them, God. We speaking safety right now, God. And God, even right now, right where they at, God, you can still minister to them, God. So God, we speaking, God, even where a man may not have access to, but God, we know your word and your spirit can go right through the bars right now. So God, we speaking, God, that you speak through the glass right now, God, and that you help them, help them to understand, God, that, they, that you are soon to come, God, and they need you, God, in their lives right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord, for the breakthrough and the release right now, God, release of the funds, God, release of the supplies right now, God. We even speaking to the manufacturers, God, give them a double portion, God, to help them, God, to Put out, God, the supplies that are needed right now, God. We even speaking, God, even the toilet paper, the paper towels, the water, the disinfectants right now. In the name of the gloves, the mask right now, God. We speaking, God, that you help it to be made, even the, the ventilators right now, God. Help them, God, to make it, produce it right now, God, and distribute it to where it needs to be at, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we even speaking even to the air right now, God. Clean the air right now, God. We're speaking of cleansing right now, God, in the atmosphere right now, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus right now, God. Put a prayer in everybody's heart. Give them that desire, God, to pray. Not because things may be uncomfortable, but most importantly because of who you are, God. Help us, God, with the focus, God. Help us, God, to be fixated on you right now, God. We praise you, not for what you can do, but most importantly for who you are. You are faithful, God. You are committable, God. You are loving, God. But, God, we thank you right now, God. You care for us, God. So, God, the, the 
The only thing we can give you is our obedience and our worship, God. So, God, help us, God, to give what's due to you right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we're speaking, God, for those who may be in uh, the students that may be at home right now, God. Help them to understand the lessons, God. Help the parents, God. Give the parents the tools the verbiage to what to say, God. Even with the students, God, help them, God, to be able to have the desire, God, to come up, God, to be able to study. God, help them, God, and give them that desire, God, to do the right things. Get into education, God. Not just in the secular education, but even right now, even in the spiritual education, God. We speak in God a head of protection right now, God. In the name of Jesus. We speak in a word of safety right now, God. Like those who may be driving, like driving the H Willis, God. We speak in a word of safety, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, keep them alert right now. God, keep up and alert right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bind that spirit that today we try to pull forth and turn over the 18 wheelers. We bind the accident spirits right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we know in the midst of everything, God, you get the praise. You get the glory. Not just at the end, but even in the midst of it, God. Even in the midst of the confusion of the things that we may not no, we're speaking right now, God, that we praise you right now, God. Nothing will stop praising our worship to you right now, and we thank you for it right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you all for the testimony that's coming from this right now. And we give you the glory, we give you the honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray, we say amen, amen, amen. I thank each and every one who tuned in. I appreciate you all. Know that no matter but no matter what may be going on in the midst of everything, God is still in control. So we're going to trust God through this and know that not only God is there for us and with us, but also we got each other. So God bless you all. We tune in tomorrow night on Reconnect My Heart. Thank you and good night.